Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you very much for your support. We are broadcasting on-site at Fabtech. As you can tell, if you hear any buzzy buzz in the background, you'll know that we are on-site, right on the floor, in the middle of all the activity, and you're listening to the number one. This is it, David. The number. This is the. This is the shot, man. The number one industrial-related podcast in the universe. It's backed up by data. So don't don't even come to me and say it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've got, as you can tell, David, my sidekick for this particular conversation. He's with PMA. That's the Precision Metal Forming Association. He's going to be chirping about that association and much, much more. Let's get cracking. Yeah, we are having technical problems out there, listeners. You live by technology, you die by technology because it's it gets right down to the human equation. That's it. Not technology. There it is, Matt. I'm, I'm done with my soapbox, David. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Hey, are you having a good conference? We are. We're having a great conference. The turnout's been... God, ex- it's, it's insane. The t- turnout's been excellent. Oh. It's unbelievable. Uh, and I think a lot of people were, weren't sure how Atlanta was going to be coming out of um, you know, the pandemic. Chicago was okay, but Atlanta, they showed up. Our exhibitors are so excited and happy that they had a good turnout. And uh, very, you know, great outlook for the upcoming 2023 and 2024. Here's my only complaint about this event. Is the fact that conference room or conference center C or the building C is in a different time zone, and so I'm getting my steps in. <laughs> yes, it's just like take, somebody says, "Hey, come to C." Oh, and then you get you know, I was like, "Okay." Well, it's good you can have your dessert at you know, and went eating at a night for dinner, you know, because you're doing walking the steps off and the calories. Yep, you definitely have to get a workout. It is, and I'm telling you right now, one of the best things about it is that. Every venue, everyone, like we're in A, B, C, you go there and you, you look at all of the, the, the companies, the individuals, there's a tremendous amount of passion and desire to really solve problems with their solution. It's, it's, it's really inspiring, but I, yeah, I, I'm like a kid in the candy store. I'll just, I, I don't know what I could do. I could just stare at it, which is normally what I do. I just stare at it. But it's a be- the best place for uh, manufacturing companies to come to see all the latest technology yeah. out there, yeah. how they can improve on their in their business with automation and improve their organization so they can be you know have a competitive advantage over the competition and you know, other competitors around the world. So that's just uh, that's a good segue into the uh, your association, the Precision Metal Forming Association. For the listeners out there, sort of take us through what that organization's all about. Yeah, so we have about uh, just under a thousand uh, company members that are all around the country in Canada and in Mexico, and then a few around the world. Uh, but they're member companies. A lot of them are family-owned companies, second, third-generation uh, metal stampers, metal formers, and fabricators. Um, that uh, serve various different industries around, uh, you know, a lot of automotive, but off-highway, appliance industry, construction. Um, and so uh, we do have some large Tier 1 organizations as well, but uh, as I mentioned... Are they kryptonite status? Like, they're just, <laughs> they're out of this world. There, there are some larger ones, but mainly our core of our member base is, you know, 
the family-run company that are you know 40 to 50 million, having you know 200 250 employees, um, and uh, it's it's a it's a great company. It's uh, our, our association is huge in networking. Um, it ties a lot of our members together. Uh, we do a lot of uh, meetings and events that pulls uh, the members together all the way. We offer training all the way from. Uh, oh, high-end training from CEO level training all the way down to the shop floor to lockout, tagout, prep maintenance, and then we also do advocacy efforts uh, in DC. We have a lobby firm that we lobby for, you know, the things that issues that will help our members. So I would imagine there's some membership tiers, right? Yep. Because because you, you named off a lot of value add to be a part of the association, which is really very good. So. If I went out to the, the your website, I can see those tiers, see what they offer and provide, and be a part of that. If, if what I hear you saying is, which you, you're hearing, great stuff right there. <laughs> so, of your membership, and I know that we've got a heartbreak, so I'm trying to be very condensed in the conversation. Of your membership, what what are we dealing with? What are some of the challenges your memberships are dealing with uh, just out there trying to do business? Yeah. So. Uh, regarding our membership, we have two different tiers of our membership. We have ma our manufacturing members that are making the manufacturing metal stamping parts for the various industries. And then we have our associate members that are suppliers to the uh, members. And that's either capital equipment, so our you know, press manufacturers and uh, process handling manufacturers. And they're all di dealing with different issues. Uh, the, the, our associate members... Uh, the capital equipment, they're dealing with supply chain issues, controls, uh, you know, components for their equipment to show, and they're waiting, they're getting behind on that oh. because just so they can ship the product to their members. And then our members are dealing with uh, steel price increases, you know, the price of steels, you know, has been a challenge the last couple of years. It's going down. Uh, it's, it's, it's improving, but in the last couple of years, it's been really hard for them. And then the workforce side, you know, trying to find a workforce uh, to people to do job, uh, you know, to handle the jobs. I've got members that are turning down work because they don't have enough workers, oh. you know, you know, opportunities. So that's a gut punch. You know, I hate doing that. I mean, there's so many good opportunities in the manufacturing, you know, a lot of all manufacturing uh, for a career. And a lot of these people, you know, you're always edu our high school and middle school education is always probably you have to be a doctor or a lawyer. And many people can have a very good career and, and do very well in it. And a lot of our members will pay for their education. They come and work. They'll pay you to go get your degree. And then they'll pay for it. Otherwise, you obviously have to commit to that company for a time being. But they'll pay for your education. So you can't, I mean, win-win. And then you're, you have no debt. Yeah, I, I do like that. And, and I, I understand it. And it's, the conversation has shifted. And we were talking to some uh, economic development uh, uh, organization over there. And it, the, the conversation has shifted to, hey, I, I, I need people. Is it a good workforce? Can I, can I draw upon that? All of the, that, that whole workforce conversation is interesting. But you brought something up that was really fascinating. And I don't know how people dealt with it, is that's the volatility of the supply chain and material costs. And being able to properly... Uh, quote to whatever is necessary to do your business with that level of volatility of your feedstock. Yeah, they're, I mean they're trying to build equipment and their lead times are almost like 36 to 42 weeks out. Oh. And because you know they're waiting for their supply chain for like an HMI or for a, a driver control that's you know coming from a vendor that you know that's the, the major delay. In, in, the, in the past, 
that might have been only like a six-week lead time or eight-week late time. Now it's like 30, 40 weeks out. Are you having conversations with many of your uh, association members of how can we bring in, um, let's say, our, our, our let's say, nearshoring, rearshoring, our, our feedstock? Can we get our critical items sort of near us so that we can keep our doors open? Are you having those conversations? Yeah, some of our, yeah, there is, I mean, you mentioned about reshoring. There's so much an effort of reshoring coming back from China. Yeah. Um, and there's companies that used to have, you know, get their stamp products there in China, now are looking to reshore it because of, of the logistics and, you know, moving it back and forth. And so they want to come back to North America. A lot of them are looking at Mexico because there's, yep. you know, yep. uh, t- you know, there's some talent down there. Wages is not that big of a difference here in the U.S., but there is at least workers down there. But there is definitely an effort of reshoring. And I think, yes, uh, if you can find a supplier in, in your area or in your, you know, in North America that's, you know, at least a day or two is shipping away and not have to wait weeks or months to get it, that's a definite uh, a need for them. And, uh, and that's what they're trying to improve that logistics side of it. I was always fascinated by the fact that uh, how fragile our supply chain was. We had the pandemic, and then all of a sudden, the, it, and then all of a sudden, there is everybody's a supply chain expert. Because I'll go to my store and I can't get that. So where is that? And somebody says it's the supply chain. I don't like the supply chain. That's the problem, right? right. And it's and rightly so. Then all of a sudden, people are realizing the importance of how how companies work together, interact together. So if I said, hey, I'm going to go to the precision manufacturer. Uh, Metal Forming Association (PMA). That would be my first stop. I'm saying I, I, I've got I've got so many challenges that it's buzzing around in my head. Do you recommend that uh, I say I, I go to you or to your organization and say, "Can I have a conversation?" Just saying, "This is where I'm. This is where I'm at. Help me." We and we love that. And I, I've been visiting a lot of members. I've started in 2019. I've visited almost 120 members. Uh, and visiting, I love finding out what their need is. How can PMA help them? And as I mentioned, we offer training, various training from CEO level down to, you know, um, shop floor level to that kind of training. Because a lot of these people, are, if, if they are new hiring new people, they've never been in a metal forming or metal manufacturing environment. So we have to start them from the beginning. What do you call a bed of a press? What do you call a crown of a press? What's a slug? And, all the different logistics, you know, terminology. We have that all. We have all that training that we can do in person or online with them, and then uh, we do the advocacy effort, and then obviously a network, and then we also offer members where we have a lot of affinity partners uh, that we offer member benefits uh, of these partners that offer benefits to our members. Oh, see, and so and one of them, like a huge one, we offer yeah. a four hundred one k for our members. Uh, another big one, we just a brand new member that we uh, affinity partner we brought on is a, a company called Systems X, and they are cybersecurity and of IT. They, right. In fact, <laughs> I, I want to say it's it's Mike right here. A wink. And he's next, by the way. They so we brought it, uh, them as affinity partners. So they're they're doing it. I mean, cybersecurity is such an issue right now, uh, and so they are helping members do an assessment, free assessment uh, of their IT infrastructure, and then uh, it's in a member benefit, um, and, uh, and they get a discount using Mike Services. I, I, I love that collaborative um, spirit. It, it, I don't think I think there's a there's a speed of velocity that exists out here in business with technology, and I don't see how anybody any any anybody I don't I don't care 
has the resources to be able to keep up, but you need to. You need to be engaged. You need to be able to find that association that truly meets that need. And, right. and, and we're going our 80th, this year is our 80th anniversary, and uh, we've been going strong for a long time. And, um, you know, we, we have a real strong community, and my goal is to continue to build that community. And uh, we want to get to 1,100 members, and, uh, you know, we want the people that are non-members to be part of our community because we want to help educate and, and be a source of resource for them. Noble. That's, what I, that's the first word that comes to mind. And a nice blue jacket right there. I like that. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, reach out to pma.org for all the information. We're based in Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, we've got a staff of uh, over 30 people that would love to help you. And yeah. uh, just Shut reach out to us. Shut the front door. <laughs> That's David, man. That is a yes man right there. Thank you very much. That Thank was really you. a good conversation. Thank you very much. All right, once again, we're broadcasting from Fabtech here in Atlanta, Georgia. We are talking to great people like... David that you need to connect with right there and all of his contact information will be out on industrialtalk.com so fear not, you need to do that. You need to educate collaborate and definitely innovate your business because we want you to be a success. We're going to wrap it up on the other side so stay tuned, we will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. How about that one for a great conversation? Thank you, David Klotz, president of Precision Metal Forming Association. And I and we're all about collaborating. We're all about working with people to succeed because you need to succeed out there and you need to be a part of an organization that truly is dedicated to your success. PMA, we're going to have all the contact information for PMA.org as well as David out on Industrial Talk. So, you need to reach out. If you're in manufacturing, if you're in the, you know, metal forming business, yeah, this is an organization for you. You must, you must engage yourself with this organization. Also, put Fabtech on your calendar as an event to attend. I, I was just blown away by the, the, the companies, the individuals, the professionalism, and the desire to truly provide information to help you succeed. Everybody is there with that willingness to collaborate. Fabtech. Fabtech is definitely, we're going to have the, I think for 2023, we'll have that contact information out there too as well. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with people like David, and you're going to change the world. Thank you once again for your support. Thank you for joining us on Industrial Talk. And uh, we're going to have another great conversation from Fabtech shortly, so stay tuned.